Welcome to Advance Your Belly Dance, a weekly podcast all about the business of belly dance. I'm your host, Jana, and every week you'll get belly dance business tips you wish your dance teacher told you when you first started. From how to start your first email marketing list to what you actually need on your website and everything in between. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. I'm Jana, and welcome to another Q&A episode. Just a quick reminder before I get into the Q&A that the next business workday is May 30th, and it's all about copywriting. Business workdays are 90-minute live group sessions via Zoom, where you get a chance to complete a specific task in your business that you're struggling with. And business workdays are part training, a part accountability, where projects are done in real time so you avoid procrastinating. So May's topic is all about copywriting, and in 90 minutes you'll learn copywriting tips to attract your ideal client, how to cut down on time spent writing so you have more time to dance, and the simplest way to write great sales copy. The goal of this business workday is to walk away with a clear understanding of how to edit your own copy and to make more sales. So spaces are very limited to allow for individual feedback. Everyone's going to get a feedback on their copy of their choosing. And if you can't make it live, you'll get a replay link. So visit jana.dance slash business to find out more. That's Z-A-N-A dot dance forward slash business. So this month's Q&A is to continue celebrating financial literacy month. So let's get started. Question number one. I want to continue teaching online classes, but I'm struggling to come up with the pricing. Should I be charging less since my classes are online? Now, this completely depends on what you're offering, and you can take a look at what others charge for similar classes to get a range, but honestly, if you're planning on doing online classes only, it's very hard to gauge what the quote-unquote right price is. I've seen online classes go for as little as $7 or donation base up to $30 and that's for an hour class and a workshop. You can start by calculating what you'd like to be making and divide that by how many students you can ideally manage and expect. And you may find that you'll have to offer multiple classes or class packages, private classes or workshops for those numbers to make sense but it's a good place to start. But more importantly, I want you to focus on the value you bring to your students and what they get for the price. This will ease your fears about charging what you may think is a lot. And remember, it's not set in stone and you can always change it. It's better to aim high and go from there than to aim low and raise your prices. Remember, there's always going to be someone that has problems with your pricing. So instead, focus on your worth and what value you bring to your students. This will also ensure you're attracting the right type of students who see their learning as an investment and want to invest in learning from you. Question number two, how much should I save for reinvesting back into my business? There's no set rule and it depends on you pretty much. It depends on what you want to put back into your business. Is it for advertising, personal development, or the latest software and tech gear? I personally set aside 10% that goes towards any advertisement or courses I may want to take but you can go lower or higher depending on if dance is your main source of income, side gig, or if you have fewer financial responsibility. I recommend writing out all your expenses on a monthly basis, the expected and setting aside for the unexpected or less often, like your trip to the dentist for cleaning or setting aside for a birthday gift, and take a look at where you can afford to start investing in yourself and your business. The easiest way to set aside any amount, though, is to move the money to a separate account as soon as you get it. That way it's out of the way and tricks you into thinking that money is unavailable because you can't see it. 
There are online banks that offer sub-accounts for this very purpose, or you can even open up a separate savings account. Just do a quick search to find out what the best option is for you. Question number three, how can I get better at saving? Every month I tell myself I'll save a certain amount, but I've yet to hit that goal. If you struggle to save money each month, here are three quick tips for you. Number one, write everything down. It really helps to know what you have left over after the essentials. And if you find yourself regularly having to transfer from your savings back to your checking account, you can take a look at your budget to see what can be cut down or assess how you can earn more. Now, I'm in no way advocating for a side hustle if you don't need it, and I've done an entire episode on the matter, which you can listen to on episode 63. But if it's just temporary, you need an extra cash boost, look at how you can earn more, or better yet, start charging more in your dance business. Number two, automate. The best way to save money is to make it part of your budget and pretend that it's not even there. Automate as much as you can and set an amount that's realistic based on what you have left over after necessary expenses and your past behavior. Set a date like, say, the first of the month where an X amount of money goes straight to your savings, preferably an entirely different bank account that's not connected to your checking account, so you can't as easily transfer between the two. And if saving on a monthly basis is too much, try weekly transfers. There are bank accounts and apps like N26 and Acorn now that offer roundup savings where it'll automatically transfer the difference to the next whole amount to your savings. So you say you spent $24.50 at the grocery store, that 50 cents will get transferred to your savings. After doing this regularly, you'll be surprised by how much you've saved and it's the digital equivalent of putting your coins in a piggy bank, but you don't have to touch Gross dirty coins. And number three, gamify. I got this idea from the Financial Diet, which is one of my favorite resources for personal finance, and it's very useful if you want to challenge yourself to save more. Write down the numbers 1 to 52 on pieces of paper, or you can use a random number generator, and every week choose a number at random. That's how much you'll start to transfer your savings each week, and after 52 weeks, you'll have saved $1,378. This is a spinoff from the typical 52-week spending plan you might have seen on Pinterest, where you start by saving $1 a week, then $2, $3, etc., and gradually increase the amount every week. By pulling out numbers randomly, you aren't stuck setting aside the most amount of money around the holidays and adds a bit of gamification to your savings, challenging you to put aside money each week. Another savings challenge I've seen is just setting aside every $5 bill you get, which can very easily add up. So if you just search for savings challenges, you'll see a ton of ideas, especially on Pinterest. So to recap, how to get better at savings is write everything down, automate and gamify, or just find new ways to challenge yourself to save more. That's it for this week. Don't forget the Digital Marketing for Belly Dancers course is now open for enrollment again. This online course is made for belly dance business owners like you, where you'll learn everything about which online marketing strategies and tools to use, from how to brand your business to how to create your content strategy to get more students and everything in between. To find out more, visit jana.dance forward slash digital. That's Z-A-N-A dot dance forward slash digital. I am also doing a special Q&A episode answering all your belly dance business related questions every month. So if you want your question answered, there's still time. You can always submit your questions at advanceyourbellydance.com and ask away. And if you love this podcast and have found it helpful in putting together your belly dance business, then please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts with a short review of either how it's helped you in your business or your favorite episode. It'll take less than a minute, and this really helps other awesome dancers such as yourself discover the podcast. And if you ever want to reach out to me on social media, say hi or ask any questions or leave any comments, you can find me on Instagram at Jana Dance. That's Z-A-N-A Dance. Thanks again for listening and until next time.